Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. It is Sunday morning. This is Sports Sunday. Welcome in. Mike Rashad, Joe with you. 9 to 11 o'clock. Gang's all here. Gang's all here. There's a very busy show ahead of us today. Yeah, man. We got the NFL draft in the books. We got Aaron Rodgers making some noise. Yeah, boxing last night. If you and Joe would like to talk about that, you can feel free. I'll go I do something else for a segment. I didn't see the fight at all. I, I actually did watch some boxing last I night. I saw I'm Joe sure tweeting was, about sure it. I heard it was good, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, Andy Ruiz is no longer fat. He's, he looks good. Uh, yeah. I saw someone was cursing live in the interview at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's always the way it goes. Baseball, uh, excuse me, boxing and MMA interviews post-fight are the best. Yeah, I was uh, watching that, and, of course, my son was in the room, and <laughs> I was like, ah, wonderful. Over All right. Son. Yeah, and then, like, I'm watching that, and as he says it, there's literally, like, an eight-, nine-year-old in the ring right behind the guy, too, and it just blares <laughs> over the loudspeaker at the arena. How was that? allowed in the interviews in that sport it's pay-per-view it's like it's, it's, not, it it's not cable for i thought it was part. on fox or something it was a fox pay-per-view oh if you haven't never seen uh derrick lewis just watch some of his post uh post fight interviews with with mma they are golden golden like he's one of those guys like he's he's a beast number one but after the match he's gonna say something that's hilarious and meme worthy Absolutely. I just it's it's interesting how different it is. And I kind of appreciate it. That's the one thing I would say I would appreciate about fighting is that they have no filter when they're talking to the press. 
because in you know all the other sports you really want these guys to say something real and I, you understand sometimes they can't say everything but you want them to at least be humans and sometimes you get guys who are like that you know Draymond Green I'll, you know say what you want about him he is very open in his post game pressers and says kind of what he wants but generally speaking it's all bleh. yeah and I think it's it- just coach speak and then I watched that thing yesterday on Twitter and I was like this is how they're post post fight interviewing. Well, what were we expecting? Right. It's boxing. It's mixed martial arts. These are really intense, extreme sports. Like, I mean, the interviews afterwards aren't going to be, you know, uh, masterpiece theater. And then the guys are just, you know, all proper and prim. Like, especially if you're coming off a huge win or something like that, there's going to be some f bombs dropped. Remember the time the Shaq, <laughs> they're playing Toronto, I think in Toronto, and uh, they win the game or something like that, and um, he's being interviewed. And he's like, uh, there's like Shaq, what happened there? And he's like, I don't give a F, F that. They over here cheating and S. I was like, holy crap, like <laughs> in the middle. And then I think, I forget who it was. I think it's Jim Gray or something like that. And he goes, uh, Shaq, Shaq, you know, you're, you know you're on TV, right? He goes, I don't give a F and just keeps going and everything. It's like, man, that's great. And of course they're fine because, you know, they're commissioned and everything. And they have a, a general manager, excuse me, a, um, a commissioner and all type of stuff. Boxing has an MMA I don't know. They got Dana probably, White. They got Dana White. He's different. Dana White loves the loves the drama. He's well, no, a part I, of the drama. He I, loves it. That's probably part of the reason why yeah. it's cool. Yeah, he loves it. So he's all he's all for it. Boxing too. They they love it because he's able to sell these characters more. Do you think it would be better or worse if your favorite team's players had truth serum for all of their post game interviews? Would you like them more? Are you serious? Well, hold on. I'm. It's just, I was thinking about it as you were talking. Would you like them more, or do you think you would realize that more of the people that you really enjoy watching are giant DBs and say really terrible stuff that would offend people? I don't know. I, I, I think the ones that do speak their mind, we, for the most part, we end up loving them. Like People say what they want to about Westbrook. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't like Russell Westbrook. You know oh, I mean? there's like, plenty of people who he, don't like man, Russell well, Westbrook. There are, but it's, it's, for, <laughs> it's, for, it's more sort of for basketball reasons because when he's off court, like his – He's golden, you know, for, for a lot of the stuff that he says. Man, Charles Barkley was like that, man. You love guys that, man, Rasheed Wallace, our own Portland Trailblazer, was a man, the media didn't like it, but fans of Portland, I don't think there's anybody who didn't like Rasheed Wallace and didn't like the fact that he would, man, speak up. Now, of course, you don't like the, some of the dumb stuff that they did, but for the most part, I think people would appreciate it if guys actually spoke up and, and spoke their mind and and not just necessarily around, like, political issues and things like that, but just regular, man, after after the game stuff, you know what I mean? Like with that, that, that day that Dame, uh, that the Blazers got jobbed out of a out of a out of a victory. I want to say like they called a, um, a goaltender or something, something like that. Something happened at the end of the game, and Dame goes off on the referee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's got to, has to be held back and everything. Man, I would love to know what he really, really thought after that game. You I think I mean? in that in that instance it would be fantastic. Yeah, I think I would love to think what you know after a long losing streak like the Blazers had. Like, how do you really feel? You know what I mean? At this point, I'm not burying your teammates or anything like that but you personally like how do you i think people would appreciate that well that's but that's where the border comes in right is i think that would be great if he just goes after the refs and he's like you know really 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 what's the word excitable you know in the interview and he's he's passionate about it and he's talking with his with his heart but if he is going to throw teammates under the bus well then all of a sudden you're like whoa 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 wait a minute don't say that in front no, of the camera. Yeah, of course not teammates or anything. Well, but like, that that's might when, happen. That's when it's weird. I say yeah. truth serum, yeah. right? I'm not saying they're more honest. I'm saying truth serum. They they have to say what's on their mind, you know? That's a little bit different. Yeah, I think it's... I, I think we want honesty from our athletes, but I think we're nervous about who these people really are because we put them up on a pedestal yeah. and we watch them as an athlete and, and we see their, 
you know, their perfect image in front of the camera, and but do we, we really know view, who they are? I think we get a better view of, of who they are. Like, there are some guys that have showed us whether good or bad, man, this is who I am. This is what this is what I'm about. Like, KD, yeah, he's easily frustrated by people. Yeah, it bothers him. Like, the things people say bother him, and he's not afraid of, you know, love him or hate him. That's that's who he is. You know, that's his He is a Twitter truth. troll. You know what I'm saying? He, amen. It's weird. He's but, on Twitter all but day, that's him. all night, responding to people, has burner accounts still, because he got caught, what was it, like two weeks ago, he got caught tweeting what was supposed to be from a burner account, but it came from his account or something like that. Didn't that already happen? Uh, and he's probably. just like, well, well, that was me. I'm obsessed with this stuff. Hey, man, like it, that's who he is, though. Like it or love it or love it or hate it. Like, hey, man, this uh, is who me, I am. It's hate it or love it. Hate it or love it. Forgive me. You know what Come I'm on. It's on your own show, Rashad. Well, I mean forget that <laughs> either way yeah th- that's just that's he's showing you kind of who he is a little bit like we as much as we know about lebron we don't know lebron right like he's right. Done, he's done a very good job of keeping everything in house and making sure nobody knows we don't really know what happened with delante west and his mom and, and anything like that or if anything ever happened like he's never personally said you know anything he speaks up on other stuff but if we know really, about Taco Tuesday. We know about that. You know about trying to get that trademark, which is which is stupid. Like, can anybody just? I mean, that's kind of a gen- general phrase that you, people yeah. say. I mean, yeah. Like, I can't trademark. I'm just trademark the word Wednesday. Maybe you that's can try. It. No, I'm good. If LeBron can't do it, I know <laughs> my broke ass ain't gonna be able to trademark anything like that. But yeah, I think sometimes we get we look at Russell Wilson and we say he's corny because we don't think he's being authentic and honest about who and what he is or everything like that. And so I think, yeah, there's a, a piece of part of us as fans that want to know who these guys really are. How do you really feel? You know, after these games when you took this tough loss and everything and you're sitting there saying all the right things because you want to make sure you don't piss off your, your teammates, your general manager, your coach, the fans, whomever. Yeah, it'd be great to know sometimes what these guys really, really felt. Since we are on the sport, sort of, I am curious. The one thing that has piqued my interest, not in that I'm going to watch it, but I think it's weird. How do you two feel about the YouTubeification of fighting? The Jake Paul, Logan Paul stuff that's going on. How do I feel about them fighting? Or? Well, yeah, like how do you feel about it being a, a thing, a model in fighting? Like, because these are not professional fighters. They're using their, I mean, they're training, of course, but they're using their clout mm-hmm. to make buco bucks fighting you know some, in some cases real fighters didn't they they agreed Floyd Mayweather's gonna fight one of them now yeah, that's gonna go well for him um but like I, I've seen arguments that say this is killing the sport or that it's saving the sport and I'm curious where you two guys sit on it because you like fighting I I like it because again I want to see I like regular people and Jake Paul's not and you know they're not regular people they're you know obviously internet celebrities and which is weird that that's the thing like you know that you can be an internet or an Instagram celebrity. Yeah, or welcome TikTok to 2021, man. That's weird anyway, but, you know, that's a whole different show. But, yeah, it'd be great to see. It's celebrity boxing, you know? Like, how is it any different than, you know, Screech fighting? Uh, who did he Who did he fight? I don't know. But somebody, a, a Manute Bowl or something like that? I forget who it was, but, yeah, I don't see it as a problem. You know, now, what will be a problem is when these guys really start challenging professional athletes. Like yeah. Floyd professional Mayweather? Fights, like Floyd Mayweather, one of the greatest boxers of all time. Yeah. So We've literally seen one of them fight Nate Robinson and then a former UFC fighter who literally seemed like he ate McDonald's leading up to the fight. And he did didn't not pay care attention to that at all. at all. 
I think everybody thinks he took a dive now and all type of stuff. But, yeah, like there's some guys that you want to see get beat up. When Conor McGregor, who is one of the greatest mixed martial arts uh, fighters of all time, when he got in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather destroyed him. Destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Seventh round knockout, everything, but toyed with him. But for on the seventh side, rounds. Mayweather would get killed in the octagon, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and that's why it that's why it's different. But they're both Was fighters. I right? It's the octagon? Yes, it is. Woo. Very good. Look at Very my good. sports Look brain. Look at you. So yes, he'd absolutely get bodied, you know, in the octagon. So Jake Paul, who was a been training mixed martial arts and everything, but he hasn't been training for boxing for forty years. Like, that's for sure, you know, and you're talking about one of the most defensive fighters of all time, but Floyd can still catch you with one of those and, and knock you out, And you know? Just watching last night, not just the Ruiz fight, but all the undercard fights as well, it's like those Paul brothers would get absolutely worked Destroyed. by, like, 300 different professional That's blockers. who they should be fighting, but nobody's going to pay to watch him them fight one of those undercard guys. No, because it's all names, and you want to get eyes and clicks, and... That's why they have this ridiculous team of commentators at these fights too, like Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg and all these guys. That's like got to be entertaining. That's the professional that, boxing analyst. What the hell's going on? How about this? The best part of that whole thing with Jake Paul and I forget the guy he fought was the fact that Snoop and Too Short, uh, E Forty and uh, Ice Cube performed. That was the best part of the whole thing. Logan Paul is going to fight him. Forgive me. Not not Jake Paul. Well, they're Logan both Paul. fighting. They're both. So who knows? Yeah. So Logan Paul's the guy who filmed a suicide forest. Jake Paul's brother. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. People tend not to like them. I don't know much about them. You probably shouldn't like them because they're yeah. giant douchebags. I don't know anything about Honestly, I know nothing about these kids. Well. Nothing. What you know is that they're now fighting. It, well, and ignorance lots is of bliss, money. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't learn about it. I'll them. take it. Don't do it. I'll take it. Uh, okay. We got a lot to get into. Text us, 503-250-1080. And you can find us on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Rashad's at TaylorMade503. Joe is at Joe Fish 3 F I S C H. We got the draft. We got some Blazers, but I want to start with the news that you heard in Joe's update. Aaron Rodgers wants out, and this time it seems for real. He's even threatening to retire and go host Jeopardy. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 918 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you. This is Sports Sunday. It was the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday, and we'll get to the draft here in a bit. But the story of the first round of the draft was not any of the college players taken. It wasn't Trevor Lawrence going number one overall. It wasn't Trey Lance being taken by the Niners and making Niners fans breathe a sigh of relief it was mvp green bay packers quarterback aaron Rodgers, in a adam schefter tweet so you knew it was true saying aaron Rodgers has told multiple people in the green bay organization he is done being a packer he no longer wants to play for green bay and that's that and he wants out and the nfl world goes Oh, my God, it's draft day. Are the Packers going to trade with somebody? Is Aaron Rodgers getting moved today? And then another report came out from Trey Wingo, and he said, traded or not, Aaron Rodgers is refusing to play for Green Bay again, right? Because, you know, the Packers apparently took trade calls already for him this offseason because people know Aaron Rodgers has been unhappy up there. And they have said no, no dice, not happening. And then after this report came out, 
you know, there there was reports of my team, the Broncos being close to trading for Aaron Rodgers, and I damn near had a conniption fit. I was like, oh, my God, yes, please do it. Do it now. And it didn't happen on draft day. And then there's even reports leaking out that Aaron Rodgers may just choose to retire in which he would have to pay back $22 million over two years to the Packers and pursue other opportunities, which may include hosting Jeopardy because he did a good job in his week of fill and hosting as a, you know, they're doing all the guest hosts now that Alex Trebek RIP has passed away. And, uh, you know, he could do that. Or, I mean, at a certain point, I think they'll probably trade him because of this. But it was just an insane day of news for Aaron Rodgers. And you're like, this is the, uh, okay. Like, we already had a bunch of quarterback movement this offseason. And now the biggest shoe is going to drop with the MVP of the league. I'm desperate for the Broncos to do it. Desperate. Oh, I think there are a lot of teams that are super desperate. You know, Broncos, you know, got Teddy Bridgewater, you know. And so that's. We could get Aaron Rodgers. But that's, I mean, we can agree that that was an upgrade (laughs) from what you had, you know, at the quarterback spot. You know, unless you ask Jesse and he's and tell you that, you know, Drew Locke has Drew, that potential. Yeah, right? Drew Locke is going to be that guy. Well, they're going to split 50 50 their first uh, team reps to start. So we'll see. Okay. The Broncos are not certain who's starting yet. So there are a lot of teams that are in the running for. If they have Aaron Rodgers, they'll be certain who's starting. Absolutely. Um, a lot of times when these things happen, it's easy to blame the player, right? Just kind of suck it up and, and, and do your job. And you were in the play, you're in the championship game. Like you should be able to. Truthfully, man, this is one of those times. Is Aaron Rodgers maybe a, a bit of a bit of a bit of a douche? Yeah, but yeah. That's it, that's it's that's very possible that you know he has he, an, he has an arrogance about him. Yeah, he has an air about him that mm-hmm. you know just doesn't rub people the right way. Okay, so we can we can all agree on that, right? The Packers have completely mishandled Aaron Rodgers for the past almost decade. At this point, like they've wasted Aaron Rodgers. Prime. Now, mind you, in between there, he was hurt, some other stuff, but a lot of that was hurt because he had no offensive line. He had no weapons. Just he was literally trying to make things happen all his own, you know. And even in some of those years when he was hurt, he was still doing work. Teams just not making playoffs. He didn't like Mike McCarthy. Didn't want them to hire McCarthy. Didn't want them to. Uh, and then the the road was always rocky with those guys. They, he's finally gone. Didn't want their general manager. It's open about man. I don't like him. I don't like what he wants to do with this team. They wouldn't got him. Please don't fire my quarterback coach. I like this guy. He's helping me. He's a friend of mine. He's somebody I want around. Nope, you're gone. Please give me input on our head coach. I want to make sure that I'm hiring somebody and we have a relationship, especially as I'm in the latter, uh, because I'm on the latter end of my career and everything like that. I want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Hire someone else. Please get me some weapons in the draft. Lineman, quarterback, uh, defensive player. They're purposely giving Aaron Rodgers the middle finger. Yeah, this, this year, their first pick, cornerback. Man, Second pick, offensive line. Go go back to the NFC Championship game. We forget about the, the going for the field goal on fourth down when Aaron Rodgers is like, go for it. We're on the eight. Yeah. Let, yeah, let's go for it. What did they do? They kick a field goal. After the game, wasn't my decision. Yep. I wanted to do something else. What they've, happened? They lost. They've completely ignored the best player in, in football. Because, I mean, I think right now Patrick Mahomes has, has that crown as that guy because Patrick Mahomes is super talented. Let's not forget for the past 12 years, 15 years, who we've said the best quarterback in football was, and it's been Aaron Rodgers. Mm. And no, yeah, don't some, forget your it's, guy. It's no, it's Brady. But as your a boy, as a winner, it's Tom Brady. There's no, there's no doubt in that. But as a football player, being able to do everything on the field, Aaron Rodgers is a one. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things. Nobody's ever going to debate that Brady is the greatest winner of all time. Absolutely. But at this point in his career, and 
Aaron Rodgers' point in his career, man, Aaron Rodgers has another four years, five years of great football, throwing the ball great. Brady, it's looking a little, eh, you know, some of those balls are looking a, a little uh, Peyton Manning-ish towards the end of his career. Yeah, well, they still are, yeah. yeah. But the, the weird thing about this is generally when this kind of stuff happens, and you are right, we do tend to blame the player. Generally when this stuff happens, as a team, you're like, oh, like – I. I want that player, but if he has this kind of a personality about it, maybe I don't want him at this point in his career. With Aaron Rodgers, that all goes out the window, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers has been, you're 100% on the mark. He has been pissed at the Packers for years. Yet, what is he doing? He still goes out and plays. He still goes out and wins at MVP. He still gets them to the playoffs every year. He does his job, right? He's not happy about it, but he does it. So even though he is a bit of a douche, and even though he is forcing his way out of Green Bay, reportedly, uh, and maybe this is uh, because I desperately want a quarterback on my team that's worth a damn, but I don't care about any of that. Like, if you're a team that needs a quarterback, if you're a team that doesn't need a quarterback, it doesn't matter. Go try to get Aaron Rodgers. Call the Packers. Sean Watson's on the market. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's sort of on the market, I guess. Uh, I wanted Deshaun Watson until I found out that he's a real weirdo. Um, but the... Uh, it's like just go get Aaron Rodgers. Just go do it. Like what 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 chance are you going to have to get a quarterback at this level in the next 15 years at this point in his career? Like when the Broncos did it with Peyton Manning years ago, that was huge, but remember Peyton was coming off the neck surgery. The Colts didn't want him back because they were worried about his neck. Mm -hmm. And he came back and he played well in his first year and then almost immediately fell off the cliff and the Broncos still won the Super Bowl because they had a good defense. But Aaron Rodgers is not Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers is not coming off a neck surgery. Aaron Rodgers is coming off an MVP season. And, yeah, he's 37, right, 37, 38. He's, 38. he's up there. But, I mean, it still seems like he's got plenty left in the tank, right? A yeah. couple years of, of good quality play. And, listen, Brady has set the mark for it's, it's a lot different. of people to say, man, you can play quarter. Quarterback is the one position you can probably play to your about being, being realistic about 43, somewhere right around the 42, 43, because – you're probably you're not getting hit as often as a, a running back or as often as a receiver, especially an offensive lineman or defensive lineman. So you're standing upright for the most part. You get knocked down every now and then, but you're not like taking punishment every single play like a running back would. Well, and so, heck, you got Drew Brees who just played until he was 42. And also, Drew, and Drew Brees was breaking down, you know, all the time as well. And so, but he was still able to make it until 42. And so, with a good offensive line, Aaron Rodgers can play for uh, quite a bit. So. The Packers are, the Packers are, are are in a a pickle right now because now your best player is pissed. Well, now I want to see what Mike's reaction would be after the report this morning that apparently Aaron Rodgers is intrigued by the Las Vegas Raiders. I've also seen that he's intrigued by the Denver Broncos. You jerk! <laughs> and you don't need to focus on just that one team that's in there. He's a Bay Area kid. Uh, I guess also. I don't know if this is real or, you know, a lot of stuff that comes out is, is speculation at this point. But. And it was reported by Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, who seems like he always reports things based on speculation. Like, yeah, he's intrigued and <laughs> they like quarterbacks. And, hey, they even looked at Trey Lance in the draft, but they do have Derek Carr. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I think that his current girlfriend, Shailene Woodley or whatever. Shailene super hot, probably. Uh, yeah, she's pretty hot. Um she was the girl in the Divergent series, the movie series. She's the main actress in that. Okay. Um, I think she has a home in Denver. Mm. So that um, was reported. That could be uh, their second home for mm -hmm. the, where they go in the off season. Yeah, where they go on, you know, 
the bye week. That's where they spend that. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Look, I, Teddy Bridgewater might be fine, although that's the most milquetoast move they could have possibly made. But uh, he's better than Drew Locke, most likely. But Aaron Rodgers. He's mm. better than most people. You want to you get my uh, Broncos pants tight again? Bring me Aaron Rodgers, please. Okay. I don't Thanks. know. Do you think he wants to go from playing in Lambeau in the cold to playing in Denver in the cold? I don't know. I mean, I guess that was part of Tom Brady's reasoning for yeah, going to Tampa like, Bay, I right? I mean, you know, the fact that he gets to play in, for the most part, warm weather. Like, I don't think I think there were a couple games in between there where he had to, you know, bundle up. But for the most part, well, Brady played in warm weather remember, most of the there, season. There is a difference. It does snow a lot in Denver, but Denver is not that cold compared to places like Green Bay. Denver is weird where it snows and then it's sunny and warm the rest of the day and the snow melts. Yeah, Denver is cold. It's when strange. It, it's cold when it's winning time. It's cold during the playoffs. And that's the, <laughs> that's the issue for, for well, Denver. Well, it's not the issue for Rodgers, though, because Rodgers not, plays well I, in that. But I think he would probably rather play in the Las Vegas Sun, you know, 365. Just saying. This text says, are you kidding me? I would trade Russell Wilson for Aaron Rodgers right now, and I really like Russell Wilson. <laughs> you know, here's the cold part. That's not like. I think most teams would say yes. Yeah, on that. that's that's not like out of this world to say Russell Wilson's special. Like he's he's on that list too. He's probably the, the the third best quarterback in the league, the fourth best quarterback in the league. So that's not like a you're not far off of that. Both but both are good at freestyling. I might argue Aaron Rodgers better at freestyling than Russell Wilson. Yeah, and just be just because we've seen him do it with. I mean, we've both seen them make the insane throws. Well, the one from last year I remember in particular is the one where he threw it over Tyler Lockett's shoulder in the corner of the end zone, and it was like he was running out of the pocket and just dropped it in the pocket. Uh, but also, I remember the one from the playoffs when Aaron Rodgers did, like, the go all the way to the right and back to the left, and then he just, like, crossed arms it across the field and, and gets the 70-yard touchdown And pass. I think that's why I would give as far as the uh, – after thinking about it, I'd probably give that to Russell Wilson as far as being well because of his legs. Stuff. Yeah, just the fact that once he rolls out, he, there's a chance he could be gone, you know, for something like that. If he has just a one block, two blocks, there's a good chance that he could be, you know, gone to the house. It's been a long time since we've seen Aaron Rodgers take one, you know, 30 yards to, to pay dirt. And just again, to keep fluffing up my team here a little bit, is they drafted a corner, Patrick Sertan, the second, in the first pick of the NFL, or for the ninth pick in the NFL draft this, this past Thursday. And great player. Some people call him the best defender in the draft. The Broncos went out and got like three corners in free agency. They don't really need a corner. You know who might need a zone corner? The Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So maybe that draft pick was for Green Bay. Well, they're about to need a lot of stuff if they get, if they uh, and, lose. Well, yeah. Well, well, first round pick this year, quarterback and Drew Locke, send them up, ship them up to the cold in Green Bay, give them a first next year. I don't care. Go get Aaron Rodgers. Your team, the Broncos are a team that is ready to pop if they get a quarterback. Nobody They're wants so close. They're so close. Nobody wants Drew Locke. Well, he is a quarterback. Yeah, nobody wants him, though. Well, Teddy Bridgewater, then. Fine. Send Teddy Bridgewater up there. That That's a thing. Can you trade Bridgewater yet? I don't know. I don't know if there's a rule for how long he has to be on the team after NBA being acquired players, in a you know, trade. She'd play for three teams in, like, four days, you know, at, at a point. <laughs> so we know they can trade NBA guys, no problem. I'm not sure if there's a rule in football that says you can't be traded more than once. I did think that was a weird trade from Carolina. They, they're paying 70% of his salary, 7 mil of the 10 mil, and they got a six-round pick for it. I thought that was really strange. Uh, that's, that's, that's good value for Denver. That's but. a team trying to get rid of somebody. That's what, what that is. Yeah, like, true. man, we will pay this Please. to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> Please take him off so, our hands. So buyer beware. Okay. I guess Sam Darnold is the guy in the future there, huh? There it is. Better than Teddy Bridgewater. All right, let's get into the draft. Uh, hopefully Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, and I'll be very, very happy. Sorry, everybody else, but uh, – 
I don't care about your team. Okay, NFL draft in the books. Let's start at the top of the first round. Next, this is Sports Sunday. Here's Joe Sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine thirty-six here on your Sunday morning, Mike Rashad, Joe, with you. Sometimes we talk about silly stuff. Other times we get passionate about sports in the break, and I feel like we should have saved it for on the air. But we can do that. It's just it kind of happens. What sometimes. conversation? <laughs> the Men in Black memory white pen. Yeah. What do you mean? The kink. Well, I guess we'll start. I made the noise, the camera noise. I didn't curse. No, I, was I, thought, I thought you were like... No, I just looked at my phone. It's like, man, 30 emails. Where'd those come from? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume your job. Oh, no, not this time. Oh, okay. Not on Sunday. <laughs> All that porn that you're yeah, watching? I'm not answer. That could be what it Spam is. Spam emails? It could be just what coming it is. through. Don't tell anyone. We have your password and a video of you. <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen that one come Absolutely, through? Absolutely, <laughs> man. I laugh so Absolutely. hard that I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need $1,000. Like, or we'll man. send this to your family. Yeah, that's cool. Shoot, send it to them. <laughs> Let them know. It's I'm like, okay. Yeah, I can I explain mean... that. That's cool. <laughs> send it to them. Um, okay. So we might as well bring the conversation on the air. Sure. We were discussing Justin Fields in the break. Justin Fields went 11th in the draft to the Bears who traded up to get him. He was... The fourth of the five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Trevor Lawrence, one to the Jags. Zach Wilson, two to the Jets. Trey Lance, three to the Niners. And then Fields, 11. And the Mac Jones, 15 to the Patriots, who could sit and get a quarterback, which was probably nice for them. And we were having a, a lively discussion about Justin Fields in the break. And uh, Rashad was asking the question, you know, we all were talking about during the college football seasons, Justin Fields and Justin Fields. And look at how great he is. And, you know, dismantling Clemson in the college football playoff, et cetera, et cetera. And then we get closer to draft time and Justin Fields is dropping like a rock in most mock drafts. Some people had him being taken 32nd overall in the first round. And uh, he winds up going 11, but uh, all of a sudden Trey Lance is now the third best quarterback or Zach Wilson's now the second best quarterback. Right. And we were having the discussion in the break about why that is. And Rashad was was bringing up the point. Well, you I mean you can say it. I mean, no, it's all good. Go for it. So you were bringing up the point that you know Justin Fields did all of this, and all of a sudden, after some combine and interviews and all that, he's dropping. And a guy from North Dakota State who played for one season is skyrocketing, and it doesn't make any sense. And I was talking about what Dave Bartu always says is quarterbacks from elite programs have a much smaller chance of success because they've never had to elevate anything, right? Mac Jones will be a poster child for this too. Um, really, if you look at the two best, most elite programs in the country, Alabama and Ohio State, neither produce good quarterbacks. They produce good everything else. But they don't produce good quarterbacks, right? You can go back to all the past Ohio State quarterbacks. None of them are successful in the NFL. Past Alabama quarterbacks, A.J. McCarron's hanging around as a backup. But beyond that, who's been successful in the NFL? Even Tua is like, eh. Is Tua that good? You know, there's there's, know que- there's questions. He did not look very good last year. There's questions about Tua for sure. And Bartu always brings up that if you're with an elite team, you never have to elevate them. Quarterbacks from 
middling or not even middling, just quarterbacks who elevate their team above expectations should be considered more potentially successful in the NFL. You know, uh, who's the best quarterback in the league right now? Patrick Mahomes. Where did he go? Texas Tech. Texas Tech's not a very good program, right? Texas Tech doesn't recruit well, but when he was there, they won seven, eight games a year, uh, made a bowl game every year, elevated them above, above expectations. Where did Aaron Rodgers go? Cal. Cal. Is Cal a powerhouse program? When they were there, they were. But when that's not McMahon, Deshaun Watson, Marshawn Lynch, Aaron Rodgers, yes, that was a powerhouse, bro. Well, not Deshaun Watson. Not Deshaun Watson, excuse me, uh, Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry. They, they had some good players, yes. But did Aaron Rodgers not elevate Cal above expectations? Of course he did, right? Cal is not a great program. Cal, Cal might, you can get some good players, of course, but generally speaking, talent-wise, Cal is not a great program, correct? Uh, correct, but I think in between. Where did Lamar Jackson go? Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. I think, like I said, in between there, you'll get a quarterback from some, well, th- seriously, some one think of those about colleges. It. But every now and then, like think about the, it, the, the Florida's, the other thing, they'll produce someone. The, you know, it's been, now mind you, it's been a, I can't remember the last good Florida quarterback. It's been, what, Tim exactly. Tebow? <laughs> that's, that's the whole point is it doesn't happen as often as you think. Think seriously, like Matt Ryan, where'd he go? Boston College, right? I'm just, I'm just picking random quarterbacks. Um, where did uh, where did Daniel Jones go? Not that he's good. I'm just I'm just naming oh. starting quarterbacks. Duke, right? Most starting quarterbacks in the league are not from. Where did Josh Allen go? Wyoming. They're not from elite schools. Where and, did Drew Locke go? Again, yeah, that's, and, that's, and that's my question. Is like, isn't that interesting? Wyoming plays better competition than Ohio State does. Of course like, not. And that's what I'm saying. But so he's elevating Wyoming to elevate from th- crap to being decent. That's okay. that's yeah, that's Bartu's model. Yeah, I just but if you different. look at the quarterbacks in the league, you know, most of them are not from elite programs. It's just that's just the fact. It's yeah. kind it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Ohio yeah, State because, doesn't produce quarterbacks because usually those guys are special. You know, and I think that's the thing. You make it to the league, then you know you're, you're special as a quarterback. No, I mean for the most part, no, no matter where you go, if you're good, you're good everywhere. But I'm saying if you've been where did Russell Wilson go? If you're, NC so, State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, I mean, it's a football school, not anymore, but it's traditionally but Wisconsin has always been. Again, a, not a, a powerhouse school. of recruiting, right? But I, I suppose, but I just, I, I think it's unfair to penalize a kid for being too good and playing with other kids that are too good. Like that's, you know, what I'm saying, like if that's if it's that's not, the case. It's not penalizing if that's the case, him. why don't why don't we do that for high school kids going to to, to college? You it's know, not. Like, it's, it's weird. It's not penalizing him. It's. It's just trying to find guys who are going to be the best. He still got picked eleventh overall, Rashad. I mean, you, it's not like he are you more likely that to far. play with elite talent in the NFL or in college? All because in NFL, everybody's elite. Of course, every position on the field is elite. So if you go to Ohio State, you're you're more equipped to work with those guys because I'm used to working with great talent all the time. Now but I you, have unbelievable talent all around me. But the uh, the flip side argument of that, in my opinion, would be is that you're not being challenged to improve as much because everyone is is open for you right in the nfl the margins are so small yes and if you think about if you're ohio state and you're playing a big 10 schedule and you've got all this talent and you're playing illinois right illinois stinks i'm just picking random school but illinois i mean oh justin fields or any ohio state's quarterback their wide receivers are going to be pretty open for him to throw to he's going to have great numbers right he'll probably throw three touchdowns but how much did he do as opposed to how much did the talent of the team do 
to improve the to, to get the win. How much of the talent of the team he was playing against? Like, how, how, what what were they looking like? If you're that wide open for a for a for a pass, that means your corners probably suck. That means your safeties probably suck because the level of competition isn't there. Your Ohio State, the level of competition is there every single week for the most part. So. Yes, you end up becoming you playing against better competition. That's iron sharpens iron. You're going to be better. So I understand that some of these guys are talented. Most there's a lot of kids that get uh, recruited to these schools, smaller schools, because man, in high school their coach just didn't get enough tape of them. Stuff like man, we're from, I'm from Portland, so I get it. We have a lot of kids here that were super super talented, but coach never made that phone call, never did anything. So they end up going to a small D2 school or a, or a JC or something like that for a little bit until they could pop somewhere else. So that happens, you know, all the time. So I'm not trying to take anything away from the Zach Wilsons and Trey Lances of, you know, of the NFL now. But I think this is where you you're able to uh, I'm not gonna say reward those guys, but yeah, man, you come in from because Justin Fields transferred from uh, where was it Georgia to, from Georgia elite program, another elite program, elite man. program, and then transferred to Ohio State elite program that means from the beginning he has been an elite player of course and so yes because he's been an elite player because he's had the run he has like why now it's like oh well he's not better than this guy that went to byu huh he's not better than this guy that went to north dakota state word what are they the bisons what is the what's their what's well it their? doesn't i'm probably the i don't bison, know what it is. It? i don't even know what they are but i mean okay i get your point but after watching tape and talking to them and and really dissecting it before a draft I mean, do you think if the Niners thought Justin Fields was better, they would have taken him at three? Of course. They thought Trey Lance was better. Yeah, yeah. The Jets thought Zach Wilson was better. So you, yes, he played for great programs. He was always been an elite prospect. He's always been an elite player. But when it came down to draft day. Niners and Jets make great decisions, though, all the time. I mean, well, the Niners tend to make good decisions. The Niners have been better about it. Not so much. Niners have been better about it, but. They still made a lot of mistakes, so well, neither, it is what it is. You know who else makes bad decisions? The Chicago Bears. Yeah, well, they took Justin Fields. Till now, <laughs> until now, shoot. It's just it's 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 just interesting when you think about it that most quarterbacks from hyper successful programs don't succeed. It's different. There are outliers. Matt Stafford's had a good career for himself. He played at Georgia, right? And Georgia's always a top elite recruiter. Um, but generally speaking. It has not been the case. You say the same thing about the NBA. You know, you look across the board, and it's like yeah. not a lot of, you know, Devin Booker, I think, went to, was it Kentucky? He was Kentucky. And so so there's a few Kentucky kids that are in there. There's a couple, you know, but Duke, you know, Jason Tatum, Kyrie, those are the only ones I could think of off top that are in the league right now, just really doing Zion, obviously. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah. so. But you're, you're talking about six guys. I find it really hard to count Kyrie because he played for like three games. He was there. I mean, he played for Duke. And like he didn't take them far or anything like that. But that well, he was hurt games, the whole year. Yeah. 11 games he played, I guess, mattered. Um, okay. Let's get into the actual first round stuff, though. Let's talk about some of the early picks and uh, what we liked and what we didn't like from the first round. That is next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.50 here, Sunday morning. Mike, Rashad, Joe with you. What up? They're riding. They're riding? Yeah. This is because of the Super League stuff. Did you see any of that? No. Oh, so, well, there's a lot to get into with that, but... Basically, I know about the Super League, about them trying to like they were going to split off. their own. Yes, form their own. And that league. got canceled within a day because the fans had a had a fit about it. 
and uh, they're still having a fit about well, yeah. it. Clearly, so now they all all the fans of the big teams that wanted to leave are actually all <laughs> demanding their owners to sell the team. So this is the game today got postponed because in Manchester, the Man U fans have stormed the pitch and are protesting about the ownership, which is American based, by the way. The Glazer family, <laughs> who owns the Bucks, owns Man U. So uh, it's pretty cool to see that fans have a, have a say in this kind of stuff. Yeah, game has uh, officially been postponed. It is postponed. And uh, yeah, so good for my fantasy well, Premier League team I that loses some players what today. For? Well, I mean, they want the owners to sell. They want to get rid of the team. This is going to make them do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you know what these protests did originally? They owners, made them cancel the Super owners League. Owners don't care what we want as fans. Like, Well, they canceled the Super League because of the fans. They canceled. And that's because other teams got like, eh, you know, we're good. We're going to. I'm sure that's what happened. Other teams probably pulled out. Well, like, yeah, we're good. No, no, we no. Want any parts six, of this. six teams committed to. Well, 12 teams committed to be that's in it. That's how much I follow soccer. I haven't. 12 followed. teams committed to be in it. They announced it. Right. Two that was days, like last week, right? Or two like weeks two ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Two days later, eight of the 12 teams are like, oh, wow, our fans are pissed. Never mind. We're not going to do it because the fans reacted. It was Is pretty American. P- and you said Americans own this team. Three of the teams yeah, in the Premier League. That, that, they don't care uh, nothing about people being mad. I know. Three of the <laughs> Premier League owners that started the Super League are American. Glazer family, who owns the Bucks, owns Man U. Stan Kroenke, who we all know, Rams and the Colorado teams, owns Arsenal. And um, uh, Fenway Sports Group, Red Sox owners own Liverpool. So, all Americans. <laughs> Look at these guys. <laughs> they're running on the field. They're kicking balls and stuff like that. Like They're just having a good old time. This is just, uh, yeah. Soccer game's breaking yeah. out at a postponed soccer game. Yeah, and soccer fans, soccer, what do you call them, hooligans? You know, they're, they, man. Well, the intense ones are, yeah. Hey, they're, that's the word to use. They're intense. Like, man, I'm cool. One to a couple English pubs trying to, you know, just watch some some soccer and everything or some football. I like how the police are helping them up. Like, yeah. oh, you can leave now. Yeah. I saw one guy lost his shoe, and the policeman brought him his shoe. <laughs> See? That's crazy, man. That's crazy. This could never happen here. Yeah, no, it wouldn't happen. The police officers probably would be there at that protest if the, they weren't on the shift The police for that are day. so nice right now. Like, seriously, like, this would, this would never happen here. They probably all agree. They're like, yeah, get rid of these owners. They suck. <laughs> they wanted yeah. us to leave the Premier League. You're saying Ooh. some people would mask. <laughs> I guess, man. Did you see that picture floating around, speaking of masks, uh, from Oregon yesterday on Twitter? Uh-uh. From their spring game? Yeah, so I get, I, I'm not 100% certain it's a real picture, like, timed correctly. But someone posted a picture from Eugene and said, the house next door right now. And it was wall-to-wall Oregon students, no masks, no nothing. Was it a vaccination party? I don't know. I, all vaccinated? I, all, I have no idea what this. I mean, it was the spring game yesterday, so it was a. I'm assuming a football thing, but um, it. <laughs> I saw the picture, and I think Tyson Alger retweeted it, and uh, said, "Oregon running the spread," <laughs> which I thought was a, a very <laughs> clever tweet. But I couldn't believe. Uh, I, again, I'm not a hundred percent sure it's a real thing. Like sometimes these get spread as misinformation. Because like there's not even one mask. Like you don't even see anything that looks like a mask. I mean, it was it was tweeted from a student at Oregon who's mm-hmm. in it says in his bio, graduating class of 2023, and he said, "COVID 19 should have a fun time with this. This is at my neighbor uh, next door neighbor's place." Yeah, and it's wall to wall packed, and there's not even one mask in sight. And that's where I'm like, 
You, somebody has a mask, right? Oh, I see a mask. Uh, you do? Yeah, someone's wearing a I like uh, analyze an, or, this picture an organ helmet that has a face mask on it. Oh, so, I mean, you idiot. <laughs> this confirms everything that we already knew. I analyzed my that pictures. college students are idiots. As a Pruder filmed it. It's just kind of one I of know, those the things. The second they got the freedom, it's, it's not they're even, like, ha It used to be like, oh, man, ha, these kids ha. from down south are just, man, they just don't, they're not scared of anything. No, it's all over. I've seen a bunch of pictures from uh, frat parties and stuff like that to where, man, Arizona State, wherever, there's no mask. Nobody gives a damn about this. I, I think everyone's tired. Yeah, everyone's tired of Everybody's tired of having their face covered up. I'm personally tired of not recognizing people when I'm out. And people just walk, oh, you're not going to speak? You're not going to say nothing? I'm looking like, oh, bro, what's up? Or, man, what's up? I, I'm tired of not seeing the smile. Yeah, I'm, I want to see people. People should see this face. Like, I have a face for people to see and i feel <laughs> bad a beautiful all the time. face for shot yes man thank you and i feel bad that people can't share this i can't share this with the world right now so we're almost there people just continue to protect yourself and like that's silly if you're an organ student and you're listening right now don't that's be weird probably don't be dumb be like seriously man like come on man they're protect still yourself, they're, they're either else. now just going to sleep from that party last night or dead asleep the they're not sleep. listening yeah well you know? and i love the denial and the mentions of the photo too i call bullish old organ jerseys old organ gear i think this might be from four or five years ago and the guy who tweeted it's like it was literally today <laughs> that's what i was saying is i don't i didn't know the account i see a d'anthony thomas jersey mm, i don't know I if just this saw is the timely picture and i was like the fact that there's not even one mask was like really is that current like, not one person has one, like, hanging off their ear, not, like, sitting underneath their chin. There's just no, just not at all. That's why I was like, maybe it's not real. But. A win-the-day shirt? Who wears those anymore? <laughs> Two polos? Am I tripping, or is this getting out of hand? Oh, that's probably... Is this, is, this what, is this what it's supposed to look like? I don't know. I mean, it's a camera in the middle, so it's going to look a little has bit more Has anyone extreme. been detained or shot yet? Probably not, because it's England. Yeah, they don't shoot people. They don't shoot people there. All right. Well, we didn't talk about the draft there. Sorry. All right. Draft next. Hour two. Sports Sunday. Text lines 503-250-1080. We love you all dearly. We'll see you then. If you're